You're listening to the Underscore Transformation Podcast, your practical guide to business transformation. Welcome to the Underscore Transformation Podcast. My name's Joe Ailes. I'm Jason West. And today we are talking about uh, business change. So change is by its nature uncomfortable. Our initial reaction to hearing about major change is rarely a wholly positive one. Yes. Um, even if the change is conspicuously positive to us, we need time to process, work out what it actually means to me, discover more about the change, then reach an emotional accommodation with what's about to happen to us. The more time and resource we can dedicate to helping people through this change process, the more likely the change will stick. And interestingly, the consistent feedback that we hear from business leaders, even if they look back on successful transformation programs, is that they wish they'd spent more time and budget on managing the people elements of change. So now that your budget's been approved, you're raring to go, Jason, what's the first thing you should do or consider when it comes to managing change? I think the first thing that you want to do is is go out and hire a change manager um, <laughs> and, and do this now. Do, yeah. it, do it right now at the start of the project. Don't don't wait just before you're about to go live. You know, hire this person now. Um, we typically recommend that you do mm. hire this individual externally. Um, so bring in a con- contractor or a consultant or somebody with a, a you know a, a wealth of experience because they can bring tools and expertise and knowledge about other organisations and multiple change programmes about what worked. Mm. Um, now, for some organisations, they have in-house change management offices um, with with these Mm. types of people in them, which is great. Um, If you have them, by all means, definitely use them. Even if they they do exist in your organisation, they can be really quite constrained Mm. because everybody wants a piece of them. So there's a reasonable chance that you're going to have to to go external for this. One thing we wouldn't recommend is resourcing this role internally with an enthusiastic amateur. This is so important to your overall Mm. success this isn't just implementing a new piece of technology or a change to a process this is transforming your whole function Mm. people change is going to be central to the success so even for the smaller organizations if your budget can't quite stretch to a full-time change manager um, make sure that your program manager or some other member of the program team has deep expertise yeah if Mm. One of these team members has change management experience. It's really critical that they've got the capacity to be able to do the job they need to do around the change elements of Mm. of the program. So from a program sponsor's perspective, you've really got to satisfy yourself that the program team has got the skills, the experience, but but the capacity as well to manage the people change. Um, If there are any doubts Mm. as a sponsor that you've got capacity or capability constraints within your program team around change management, you really need to address this as soon Mm. as humanly possible. Um, so let's say you've you've got your change manager on board. Um, the the first thing they need to be doing is working really closely with the project managers that that are managing the or planning mm. out uh, the detailed changes that that are going to happen around operating model, around process, around technology. 
uh, and they need to to put change management plans in place in mm. parallel with those project managers. So that that close collaboration between change and project is essential. Mm. Um, at the program level, you're really looking. Uh, for those kind of key moments where your program is going to touch various stakeholder groups. And you you need to be mindful about how are they going to be engaged. Change management plans at the project level, but also at the overarching program level. Um, and when we think about those kind of main, main touch points in a program, it would be the kickoff meeting. Um, it could be multiple kickoff meetings, mm. and we'll talk about that. Um, design workshops, um, any, any sort of technology, prototype reviews, those sorts of sessions, um, operational steering committee meetings, mm. um, change, change agent network meetings, um, user acceptance testing, you know, model office simulations, mm. uh, consultation. You know, if you're making changes to the operating model, well, there's there's consultation to consider. Mm. Um, now, obviously, there's further touch points as we get into transition, and you know that that whole yeah. piece around operational readiness and training and, and training and all that sort of stuff. But we're we're going to cover that in a in a future checklist. So, for each of these touch points, there's some really important considerations. Mm. Uh, we'll we'll just focus on kickoff now. I think mm. that's a, a pretty good mm. one and it's one of the most important ones mm. in actual fact uh, when it comes to the build phase because it it kind of sets the the tone and the level of priority that people are going to place on this program so we'll, we'll use this as an example but you you can apply the thinking to any point that your program is going to touch uh, a, a stakeholder mm. group and you need to think about how you're going to engage them at, a, at each stage so the first consideration mm. is what's the outcome what are you trying to achieve here? Well, you know, what, what's the outcome that mm. we're seeking to achieve from from engaging the, this group of people or this individual? Um, for a kickoff meeting, the first thing is to inform people. You know, they need to be aware that that a change is coming, and they need to understand well why. Um, they they also have got to understand well what's the relative strategic priority of this program over the other four that are happening mm. over my day job and over my boss's mm. you know uh, a pet project. Um, so the, ha having that clarity is really key. Um, they also need to know what's going to happen. So mm. well, you know what to expect. Um, and most importantly, I think is. What can I do as an individual to affect the outcome? Your aim should be for the majority of people to feel like the change needs to happen uh, and that they can influence mm. the outcome. The worst thing that you can do is to st instill a belief in people that all the major decisions have already been made. Um, if you do, you're in for a really bumpy ride. Uh, at best, you're going to end up with demoralized teams who are going to be less effective in their mm. day jobs. At worst, you're going to have people that are, are going to react negatively and find lots of inventive ways of, of resisting the change mm. that you're, you're trying to put in. So getting the right balance uh, of, of telling people uh, about what's going to happen but also listening and receiving information back in is, is really key and we'll mm. get on to that in a bit um the second consideration is really about who should attend hopefully you'd have engaged the organization and a broad a broad set of stakeholders in scoping out the change yes um so um if you haven't 
uh, this is the perfect, again, this is a perfect opportunity to engage the organization as broadly as possible. We have noticed, however, in some cases, there's a bit of reluctance from some of the sponsors on engaging the businesses, business too wide, too yeah. widely, because a fear, I guess, of setting expectations that change is about to happen um, and more of a willingness to to, to follow a, a program plan or a change plan that communicates the outcome of what you're trying to change just before you go live. Yes. Um, yeah. Change isn't change. Change is just a comms channel. Um, if you do that, you're bound to, it, it, your, your program is not going to be successful. You're not going to change the hearts and minds of individuals to do, of, uh, to do things in a different way. And, and the organization will feel that um, change has been imposed on them, to your point. Yeah. So this is this is vitally important that the, these kickoff meetings happen. And it's really important that the kickoff meetings happen with a really broad set of stakeholders. So function, individuals across the organization that have got um, strong opinions on, on how things should be done in the future, who've got a strong point of view, people that actually might be... Um, Resistant to change, involve yes. them at this stage. Maybe help them turn, help turn them around. Have your suppliers um, in, involved in in these conversations. Any critical stakeholders, have them involved in this convers in these conversations. Um, have your functions, your finance, your operations, your business representatives, even you know your sales team if you're doing transformation, your procurement team, you, you, those involved in a supply chain, people that are going to be impacted that by your change, involve them in your kickoff, um, like to your point, and describe the change and 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 create a call to arms, really. It's yes. a, this is an opportunity for people to get engaged with the program and then make sure that your pro program structure includes these relevant stakeholders yeah. in the various sort of work streams and, and use the change management work stream led by a, this change manager to sort of help guide through the the comms and and the and the engagement activities with these various stakeholders yes. and and keep them warm throughout yeah and this is not a one-off exercise, is it? Really? No, absolutely. It's not a one-off engagement exercise. It's no. a continuous engagement piece. And this is where your plan needs to come in. Yeah, and exactly. it, It's got to be interwoven with, with the project plans. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's really important is invite everyone from your function. If yeah. you're transforming finance, get everybody in finance there. As far as you possibly can, everybody together in one room. Mm. Now, for global organizations and, you know, functions that are larger than 200-odd people, that can be a real challenge. But as far as humanly possible, you want people in the same place, hearing the same message, and then you want them doing stuff together. Mm. You, you want to get them working on the problem. Um, now, that's not always possible. So you've got to you've got to work with the constraints that you have. Mm. Um, but if you are um, uh, running multiple kickoff sessions, um, then it's just worth considering how you go about doing that. Mm. Depending on the sensitivity of the message and the culture of the business, it might be fine to have a big kickoff, mm. um, and then you know video conferencing, you know video conferencing facilities, or you know putting stuff out on the internet. Um, but that does tend to lead to a bit of a them and us where mm. the, the people in the, the core country um, mm. get, get one set of messages and one experience and everyone else gets a kind of second rate. So 
either kind of country by country kickoffs, which we've done yeah, previously, yeah. Um, and in which case, um, you know, you've got to think about who delivers which message yeah. in that in, in that scenario, um, or um, you have a, a core kickoff country, but you you put project team members out in the other countries so you can run the engagement and and the workshop sessions mm. that are vital to yeah. to an effective kickoff, and we'll we'll come on and say a bit more about that. You're listening to the Underscore Transformation Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Underscore, the transformation capability specialists. To find out more, visit underscore-group.com. So that's kind of the attendees. Then there's the people on stage, if you like. Mm. So you've got to think really carefully about um, who's best at delivering which message. Uh, and you've got a number of different messages that, that need to be delivered. So anything that's around um, the overall business context, the, the case for change, what needs to change, planned activities, and how people can get involved, they're actually slightly different messages and you kind of need different people delivering them. So wherever possible, when you're setting business context, get the CEO and, and get them on, you know, to stand up on stage. It's important to the CEO will be important to the business. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you can't physically get them there um, to do that business context and their strategic perspective, then a pre-recorded video mm. is kind of, you know, good. It's better than, than, than not, but, you know, ideally you do want mm. that demonstration of executive sponsorship in the room. Um when it comes to um, those kind of regional kickoffs, having regional general managers or country CEOs uh, doing their bit as well, um, that, that shows that kind of real local mm. buy-in, um, which kind of global projects or programs can, can often suffer from a, mm. you know, corporate head office says, you know, yeah. I'm here to help. Yeah, the uh, tower, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, ha having those local leaders involved, you know, maybe get the CEO message and and then it's the the local country leadership mm. team putting putting their unique perspective on it. That that really does help show, you know, really well-aligned mm. um, sponsorship. Um, anything that's about the why this is happening and what's about to happen uh, it, it really it needs to be the 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 leader of that function so yeah. if it's finance if it's the CFO it's HR it's the CHRO or whatever the job title is um, so the the key thing there is that it's really demonstrating the importance of this change uh, to, to them as an individual mm. and what they're going to do about it the the detail around the plan about what's going to happen uh, and and that kind of approach piece could be your mm. transformation leader that we talked mm. about that permanent senior yeah. person that's that, that's on your your team accountable um, you know program manager program director that you might bring in from outside they 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 should probably be involved in delivering that but the key thing here is really just think about um, uh, how who best delivers those messages. Yeah. Um, the final consideration really um, for, for any type of um, uh, in, engagement that you have with, with groups of stakeholders is m making a decision about is this a transmit one-way 
you know, you just need to be informed? Or have we got an opportunity to, to seek genuine genuine engagement, so two-way conversation? So, you know, you, you've got a large number of people sat in a, in a, in a, a big hall somewhere. Mm. Uh, that's an incredibly costly um, exercise. So, you know, just talking at them for half a day and showing them some PowerPoint is not a good use of everybody's time. You know, you really do want to get input. So really thinking through and planning a series of working sessions mm. with different people, different groups, getting them to provide their input and mm. feedback is really key. And it can massively help your 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 program to, to, to tap into the, all that yeah. tacit knowledge that people have. And it also makes them feel like they can influence mm. what's going to happen and genuinely yeah. influence what's about to happen to them. Yeah. We've, um, we've we've run we've run exercises in the past where we've um, helped with the, the entire functions refined its the, the, the vision of, yes. of of the of the functional leader in 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 a in a, in a finance transformation program. Yes, yeah, um, and breakout sessions on yeah, kind absolutely. of particular subfunctional areas of 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 you know finance or HR, you know whether it's resourcing or it's procure to pay yeah, or whatever exactly, it is yeah. that's actually get teams of people engaged and ask them, well, what's working well today? What's not working mm. so well? Or do that kind of stop, start, continue. Yeah. These type of, you know, well, well, you know, uh, trodden, <laughs> well, yeah, well proven, yeah. you know, simple working sessions, but, you know, document it. Get business analysts to write this down and and, and mm. pull them into into the requirements for consideration. Because actually some of those individuals will describe pain points mm. in in a downstream systems and ways of working that people might not necessarily recognize and actually yeah. this the, the program's a good vehicle to uh, to address some of those pain points so yes. why not yeah absolutely yeah. um get get people to describe what world class looks like mm. get, get their vision and and you you're getting this kind of uh, buy in to yeah. to a, a vision of world class and then then really you know decide and get them to say okay well where are we today and perhaps where should we aim to be mm. um because not everything needs to be world class and it's it's good to see mm. the the kind of the group's ambition mm. and how well that aligns with the sponsor's vision on where things need to be in in these yeah. different areas um and other things are around culture Mm. You know, doing doing workshops on our culture today and what what should our culture be tomorrow um identifying challenges you know what what are the the risks that we might expect to see as we're delivering the program um or, or you just you know some, sometimes you just need information if you're kicking off a program there's a whole load of information that you need and you know who do we need to go for, through uh, to for this data you know where what systems mm. you know are we using to report out of are there individual stakeholder groups that we need to be particularly mindful of those sorts of things are really yeah. meaningful information from you know you use the wisdom of the crowd um, uh, another thing that we've, we've done several times is, is around uh, behaviours. So kind of contracting at a, at a very broad level mm. for, you know, these are the programme behaviours that we're going to have and my personal commitments as an individual and get people to sign up to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and final bits are really, you know, outcomes. You know, what, what are the outcomes that we expect in, in you know, learning and development? What would the business benefits be? And this is mm. where... And throughout all of this, having a business representation in each of these working sessions is key. And 
finding ways of tracking what the business thinks versus what the function thinks that that's really mm. useful information as you as you get into into the design phase uh, and then there's the good old fashioned question and answer mm. so lots and lots and lots of ways to engage people um at, at these kickoff sessions so wherever possible you're you're really looking for that opportunity for that two way conversation mm. um because realistically it will affect the design of the solution if you really understand what people want and need. Yeah, absolutely, it, and it should. Because ultimately, you 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 do you do not want to run transformation programs every two to three years to address business business issues and operational issues, etc. So this is a perfect channel, the perfect vehicle to um, address an awful lot of pain across yeah. any organisation. So so use the, the the wisdom of the of the crowd. Um, to get their insights. Yeah, so you know, g- given the complex nature of of transformation, um, your your ability to digest information that's coming out of a broad, you know, stakeholder group, um, analyze it, make changes, adapt, shift course is really key mm. because the there there it is a bit of a process of discovery, and um, you you need to have that flexibility mm. and that agility to 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 make changes as you go, but as and when you do it's really important to have a, a good level of discipline around your documentation and and tra- tracking where your requirements have changed and design decisions have changed you know it's it's all too easy if you don't track um these changes to end up in a bit of a circular design loop so that's the downside mm. of this two-way engagement is that you know you 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 engage you find out new information you adapt you change and then you find another piece of new information. And if you haven't really fully understood why you changed, then you could just keep changing and you find new information and mm. you end up in a bit of a you know a circular pattern. So be mindful of that, but you know, absolutely go out there and engage. Mm. So if you find yourself though midway through implementation, you've not done any of these things, if you've just been broad casting and you you've not sought any engagement and you haven't worked through mm. that, you know, well, what's the outcome? who are the people we're talking to what do we want them to walk away with you know who's the right people to address the messages all those sorts of things well you know what it's not too late start doing it now if you're not doing it already um because it's really never too late to start managing the people elements of change unless it's just before you go live in which case it really is too late (laughs) yeah (laughs) you gotta live with the consequences of of uh, resistance uh in 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 operations yeah absolutely you know the the change will happen it's just whether it's controlled or not yeah and whether the outcome is yeah. what you you and really it, expect it, it, it won't be, be a pleasant experience for the sponsor um, no absolutely you know, yeah post post go live yeah. i mean you know changes we, we we what's interesting is we've touched on that on a topic and is a really vital topic for the successful um deployment of of any chain of any transformation which is that hosting that kickoff, getting the hearts and minds of individuals engaged right up front, but actually change management as a whole is so, so broad. And we've only touched on one element of it. Um, the change manager and the change management role, it's, it'll be much, much broader than oh, that. Oh, yes. You know, there's all the hearts and minds, finding out the state, who the key stakeholders are, who the key influencers are, how do you engage the organisation formally, uh, using formal channels and formal for, formal structure, and then there's all of the activity that needs to happen I- informally. So, 
What are those conversations that need to happen in corridors? Who are those mm. individuals that are resistance to resisting any form of change? So there's a, uh, an awful lot of, of, of activity and thought that needs to go into a change plan that has both, you know, as all of these activities, but also has the subtleties of, of, the dark arts of change management that needs to happen. Yes, um, and uh, and this is these are a sets of skills and capabilities that um, individuals that have got professional you know professional change management qualifi- qualifications and accreditations have. Yes. So um, so to your point at the very beginning, do not give this task to an enthusiastic individual full of energy. Absolutely, they need to have that, but they also need to come equipped with the, the skills and capability to to drive to, to to drive change techniques through the organization. Absolutely. Um, so great. So now we've we've talked about the kickoff. We've got a whole load of of input uh, um, and pain points across the organization into a set of requirements and well documented. Uh, it's only natural that we now start thinking about design. So our next week's episode uh, will be focus, focusing on solution design. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. So please like, share and subscribe uh, via all your favorite podcast channels. This podcast was brought to you by Underscore, the transformation capability specialists.